0: Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and joining me as always is my co-host, Robert Zirk.
1: On today's show, we're
0: continuing our conversation about giving. Then we'll hear from the Royal Manitoba Theatre Centre, Curl Manitoba, and Palford Community Living Services, three separate organizations united by their use of an agency fund at the Winnipeg Foundation.
1: And finally, we'll have coverage of the recent book signing for photos and fragments of Charles Wood history as part of our third installment of A Charleswood Chat.
0: All this, some great tunes, and much, much more on today's episode of River City 360. Good morning and welcome to RC360. Nolan here with my co-host Robert Zirk. It is our second last show of the season of 2015, I guess.
1: Yeah, I can't believe we are already at episode 39. Time has flown by. Every week for 39
0: weeks we've uh, joined you here on uh, CJNU 93.7 FM. So thank you very much for listening to the show and uh, we wish you a very happy holiday season that's coming up
1: yep it's not over yet though we do have one more program and then for the week of the 27th and january the 3rd we're going to air the best of let's do a year in review why not absolutely i
0: guess it'll be a series in review because not just 2015 it'll be all every episode we've ever done we're going to review it and give you just the best of what we've done in the past in the past year it's crazy to think about
1: yeah, there's so much, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun to kind of look back, and we have a lot of great stories lined up for the new year. So we look forward to joining you with brand new episodes of River City 360 in 2016. Coming up after the break, we're going to continue our feature about giving and what it means
0: to Winnipeggers. But first, here's the Nat King Cole trio with "I Can't Give You Anything But Love" right here on River City 360.
1: Thank you. Thank you for listening to River City 360. Robert Zirk here with you, along with my co-host, Nolan Bicknell. So the holiday season is here, and to celebrate the spirit of giving, here's the latest response in our series on what giving means to Winnipeggers.
2: Hi, I'm just leaving a message about what giving means to me. And um, I think during Christmas season, people giving has become very, very commercialized. And in the old days, they used to you know, make, the men used to make a cupboard or a blanket box for people and used to take a lot of time and commitment and secretive and they used to be very excited about it and during that time you'd be thinking about the person that you loved that you were making it for and you know women used to sew things or they used to make a craft and or bake cookies and again you're you're taking that time that sacrifice of time nowadays it's become sort of a let's buy lots of stuff and try to outdo each other and and then you're I hear people are so resentful about, you know, the money that they spent or the credit cards that are rung up. And, you know, it really shouldn't be that. It should be about giving of your time and money and giving to people that maybe necessarily can't give you the same back. It shouldn't be a competition. I know my daughter um, today, we're going to give 600 backpacks to the Salvation Army Booth Center at the shelter. My dad, my, my, Daddy, my daughter Callie um, is from Callie's Backpacks for Winnipeg's Homeless, and you know she feels good. People ask her why she does it, and it's because she's giving to someone who necessarily can't give back, but they do with their smile and their appreciation. And you're giving something to somebody, and she's getting an experience um, of love back, of of appreciation back, and she's being shown that. What she's doing is appreciated. It's not just one more gift tossed on, you know, into a shelf along with the many other things you have that you may or may not use. And that's what I think. I think giving should be from the heart. It should be about your time and it should be about the other person's thoughts in your mind. So Merry Christmas. Bye.
0: Thank you to Crystal Costello for taking the time to tell us what giving means to you. Uh, Now, for all our listeners out there, we would like to know, what does giving mean to you? Uh, Why are you inspired to give? Leave us your comment. You can call us on the RC360 hotline at 204-944-9474, extension 360, and tell us, why is giving important to you? During this time, the holiday season, why... Why do you give? Who do you give to? And what, is, what, what impact giving has on, on you and your family or, or the community that you live in? Uh, so again, you can call 204-944-9474, extension 360. And we will play uh,
1: any of your responses on the show next week. Stay tuned, we'll hear another response about giving later on in the program. And coming up, we'll hear from the Royal Manitoba Theatre Centre, Curl Manitoba, and Pulford Community Living Services, three organizations that each have their own agency fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. But first, here's December by Karen Plato, right here on RC360.
3: December, December its new snow And its softness There's a stillness in the sky As snow is floating Floating Silently I Snow appears, it's like a blanket full of calm, it's wondrously still. The frost hangs on to every tree and to the fences. And to each blade of grass This is the way of descent And the sparkle on the meadow as the sunbeams reach the snowy land, I always feel such reverence. Nature gives how wonderful to see. The frost hangs on to every tree and to the fences and to each blade of grass. This is the way of descent.
0: Welcome back to RC360, Nolan and Robert with you here this morning, and uh, now here's the next installment in our series about Winnipeggers who, through foresight, planning, and generosity, created a lasting legacy that helped make their community a better place. Here's River City 360's co-host, Robert Zirk.
1: Maud Elizabeth Gordon's generosity will benefit two communities for years to come. Born in Selkirk in 1916, Miss Gordon was the only daughter of William and Emma Poulter. She went to school in Selkirk and graduated from United College Collegiate in 1934. In 1940, she married William Frederick Gordon of Selkirk shortly before he went overseas with the Royal Canadian Air Force during World War II. Maud's interests were her family and her work. She remained close with her brothers, George and Fred, and with her husband's family. She was an executive secretary at the Selkirk Mental Health Center until she retired in 1972, and was active in the family's hotel businesses, which included the CP Hotel, the Lord Selkirk Hotel, and the Darewood Inn. She passed away in 1997. Maud Gordon had foresight she gave to her community through a Discretionary Fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. Through a bequest in her will, she established the Maud Elizabeth Gordon Fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. A portion of the fund supports two Selkirk churches and the local high school, while the remainder supports the Selkirk and District Community Foundation and the Winnipeg Foundation. Since gifts to the Winnipeg Foundation are endowed, they continue to support our community for good, forever. Over time, the grants it generates can surpass the value of the original gift, multiplying the positive impact in our community. When you give to the Winnipeg Foundation, you're joining Ms. Gordon and thousands of others with the foresight to support our community for good forever.
0: Welcome back to River City 360. So we recently spoke with a few organizations that have agency funds at the Winnipeg Foundation, and they spanned all sorts of different backgrounds from small grassroots organizations looking to really establish themselves to sophisticated charitable entities that have been around for decades. Uh, Having an agency fund seemed like a pretty solid choice for any organization out there. Steven Shipper, artistic director of Royal Manitoba Theatre Centre, told us about the value that an agency fund has to the RMTC.
4: The MTC Endowment Fund provides us with a significant revenue stream, much thanks to the tremendous generosity of all those in the community who came together, not only to create the endowment fund, but to support it. And that revenue allows us to continue to dream, to offer all the incredible, extraordinary programs that we're still able to provide for our community. It's, uh, it's our benevolent enabler.
0: That, that's very well said, a, uh, a benevolent enabler. I like that phrase. Uh, Stephen had some very poetic answers, and it was quite evident that he has quite the creative mind. We also spoke with Craig Baker, executive director of Curl Manitoba. He talked about how important it was that the gifts always be there in perpetuity.
5: The basic premise of it is, is a place where we can invest into the growth, is a way for us to invest in the growth of curling. Um, the Winnipeg Foundation was a natural link for us. Um, I think there's n- numerous keys. Uh, one of the things I use uh, lots when I'm advertising or talking about the fund is that we cannot spend the principal. Um, the only thing we spend annually is the interest that, um, that is earned. And that is huge for us because we know that whatever we put into that and whatever a club or an individual or whatever the circumstances is donating to the fund is that their gift is in perpetuity.
0: That seems to be an important recurring theme when it comes to organizations around the city that have these agency funds. The fact that the money will always be there uh, literally, literally forever is kind of a big part of the reason why these organizations can rely on the stability of their fund to guarantee themselves healthy futures for years to come. Rod Rattleback is the executive director of, at Pulford Community Living Services. Pulford provides a res- residential and day support services to adults with intellectual disabilities throughout all of Manitoba. Uh, they've had an agency fund with the Winnipeg Foundation since 2002 and Rod commented on the impact of the investment and how he can continue planning for the future. To, to me it's it's something that's always there and and it's not like we're uh, planning for a particular like like I kind of liken it to we're not buying a wheelchair accessible van we're potentially buying a wheelchair accessible van every 10 years. You know it, it's always something that's going to be there and hopefully the interest income that it generates will, will be there forever. Thank you very much to Rod, to Craig, and Stephen for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, to hear the full interviews with Rod, Stephen, and Craig, you can tune into our website in the coming
1: months. Thanks, Nolan. Coming up later in the program, we'll have a Charles Wood chat with Len Van Roon, Sr. But first, here's Sam Cook with Wonderful World right here on River City 360.
6: Don't know much about history Don't know much about algebra. Don't know what a slide room is for. But I do know what it one is to. And if this one could be with you, what a wonderful world this would be. Now, I don't claim to be an A student, but I'm trying to be. For maybe by being an A student, baby. I can win your love for me. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you, and I know that if you love me too, what the wonderful world this would be. Ta cha cha
0: Welcome back to River City 360. Nolan and Robert here with you. So, Robert, uh, I understand you went to a book signing last weekend for photos and fragments of Charleswood history.
1: Yes, it was a great event. Len Van Roon Sr. was there signing copies of photos and fragments of Charleswood history. There were maybe about... 20 people there and everyone was really excited to get Len to sign their book and to have a quick chat about the history of Charleswood. Well
0: he's got such a deep knowledge of the area and the history of the community that like I'm sure he's got a story for any person that comes in and asks him something about where they're from or the specific community within Charleswood so it's probably quite a cool experience for him and
1: for all the attendees of the event. Absolutely so now without further delay here's the third installment of a Charleswood chat.
7: Good
5: morning. Hey. Hi.
7: How
5: are you doing? Good. So good. far, I always say so far, so good. Would you so like you're that? photographing? you autographing? Yes, sir.
1: You are Bobby Hull, right?
5: No, I'm oh. Len Van Roon.
1: And make no mistake, Len Van Roon Sr. was who they came to see. Photos and fragments of Charleswood history, the book that he compiled with his wife, Verna, was recently reprinted, and the Charleswood Library, a beautiful new facility, was where we caught up with Len last Saturday as he was signing books and sharing stories. The library itself also has a display case with artifacts from the Charleswood Historical Society
5: when they were building the place the uh, architect said you know we said we'd like a little display case it's a beautiful little display case in the far corner and uh, so every couple months we change it we put we put an artillery shell in there but we took the top fuse off just oh. in case.
1: The interest in the history of Charleswood comes not just from Charleswood itself, but from well beyond the perimeter. One attendee purchased a copy of the book for herself and another as a gift.
5: It makes it kind of a unique gift, doesn't it? I know we've had requests from the states or from BC because you know it's something that they've lived in the community or know the community.
1: Van Roon believes that it's important for people to be able to have access to local history and the Charleswood Historical Society provides that through events like these.
5: You know, we, we try it out and if it doesn't work, like we don't know whether today one or two people would come. But when we did the D-Day presentation, we had 70 in here and they only set up 16 chairs, you know. The community is interested in that kind of thing and it's no big deal for myself. And good assistance we have Good support.
7: There we are. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's oh, oh,
5: lovely to have people recognize our community.
1: And remember, if you'd like your own copy of photos and fragments of Charleswood history, or if you'd like to see the many artifacts at the museum, you can visit this or any Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m., where Len Van Roon Sr. will take you on a tour through the history of Charleswood. There's more River City 360 coming up after the break, but
0: first, we want to wish Len Van Roon Sr. a very happy birthday. So here's Walter Osteneck with Happy Birthday Polka right here on River City 360.
8: Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday
0: Welcome back to River City 360. And now to celebrate the spirit of giving, here's the second in our episode and the latest in our series on what giving means to Winnipeggers.
4: My name is Paul Jordan, I'm the Chief Executive Officer of the Forks North Portage Partnership. It's been part of my life like from the very beginning. I remember when my mother would take us out for Halloween, we had to take half of everything we collected, which back in those days uh, we would collect a lot of stuff and take it down to uh, the Shriners Hospital and give it to the children there. So it was something that was instilled in me from the very beginning, what some of my earliest memories are sharing what I had with others. And so it's always been a way of life for me. Now I'm you know, fortunate enough to be in the position where I can give cash. So I support the United Way, I support the Winnipeg Foundation. I have a son who's uh type one diabetic, so I support the Diabetic Association things that really mean things to me in my community. And then I also give up my time. You know, I have a skill set that some people can use, so I'm chairing things like the Manitoba Music Association. Well, what it it inspires me to give is just to actually see it go to work. Uh, The United Way and the Winnipeg Foundation are perfect examples of that. You can actually viscerally see what happens when uh, you support organizations like that. You see them working in your community. You see the results of what they do. To me, there's a direct link I can give and then see the result. So it's not just a a donation that goes and has no effect. I think that generosity of spirit that is here and is proven out in the staff, is just a, a, a perfect example of community and, and why this place is vibrant and why people stay here. Every so often I, I have to pause and just look at the organizations that I'm helping and watch what they do. And then where I feel really good is I just watch the leverage that happens where it's me working with others uh, in the community and and the result, what, what can happen when a whole bunch of people who are generously giving create something.
0: Thank you, Paul Jordan, the CEO of the Forks Renewal Corporation, for calling us and letting us know what giving means to you.
1: And that's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. If you want to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg, listen to any of our past episodes or subscribe to our podcast. Please visit us online at rivercity360.org. That's rivercity360.org. River City 360,
0: views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. I'm Nolan Bicknell, signing off for River City 360.
1: And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday.